Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Automata Podcast. I'm John Southurst from bitsonline.com, and with me, as usual, is Daniel Corey from Pactum Capital. Hey there, Daniel. Hi, John. Hi, everybody. We're bringing you all the latest interviews from the automated economy, which is blockchain, cryptocurrencies, digital assets, and the parts that hold it all together. And today, our special guest is Salman Habib. He's the uh, the co-founder and project lead of Hello Friend. Now, Hello Friend is uh, is a social network. It's a blockchain-based social network, and it uses a uh, cryptocurrency token called uh, Connect, I think, as a financial incentive for uh, various activities on the on the platform. Um, Daniel, you wanted to say something about that, right? Yeah, I did want to say that I've been working with Salman for. I, th I think maybe for a month or two, and I've been very impressed with what they're doing, and so I've decided to advise because I've, I have some background in, in what they're trying to do um, because I tried to work on something called ZapChain that was similar to this, although we didn't have a mobile app and we were trying to use Bitcoin. But I guess, Salman, I, you should just go ahead and tell the story of, of how this all began and, and, and why you're why you're convinced that this project is, is, is going to be successful with cryptocurrency. Totally. Uh, first, uh, thanks a lot, John and Daniel, for having me here today. So I, I can sort of start with how I got involved with blockchain uh, and sort of uh, delve into how HelloFriend came into being uh, and how sort of what's the intersection between blockchain and HelloFriend. Uh, so I got involved with blockchain back in, back in 2016 when a couple of my friends at Harvard sort of decided to mine Ethereum. Uh, of course, not to mention the free electricity uh, that came with uh, living in uh, the dormitories. Uh, and, and this was early 2016 when sort of the conversations surrounding blockchain, Bitcoin, Ethereum were fairly vague. Um, and what I mean by that is students had heard about these terms before, uh, but they were very unsure of their usage. Um, so you would have a couple of CS students throwing the word blockchain here and there in their conversations and sort of talking about how they've gained on Ethereum. Uh, and that's where sort of I also got involved with, uh, with blockchain. Uh, to be to be very clear and honest, my personal interest in blockchain was was more financially oriented. Perhaps I saw more uh, monetary incentives rather than uh, the technology behind it. Uh, at least in the initial stages, um, I was I was studying government and economics with with a focus on nuclear security. So technology wasn't really something uh, uh, that excited me at the time. Um, I actually wanted to ask is... you about that because uh, <laughs> so your your Twitter bio says uh, you're interested in tech, nuclear security, and blockchain. I I didn't know if that meant like <laughs> nuclear strength security or actual security of nuclear facilities. That potentially could. I I've spent a lot of time working uh, at the U.S. Senate and UN, sort of focusing on uh, defense policy, nuclear energy, nuclear weapons security, nuclear physics. So so blockchain was sort of uh, a totally different field for me. Uh, and so sort of going back, uh, so this is when I sort of got involved with blockchains uh, in the mining purposes. Uh, around that time, I also became very uh, inquisitive of the debates surrounding social media and social isolation. Uh, you had students at Harvard and MIT sort of hosting meetups to discuss how the social media right now is, is, is very much focused on virtual interactions rather than providing actual meaningful connections. Um, I personally hosted a couple of these discussions, um, and, our, and our discussions were sort of surrounding the topic of happiness, and basically what what counts as uh, counts as meaningful connections. Um, and during this time, we we sort of identified a couple of problems. 
uh, first, our social media is, is not catered towards bringing people together in person in real life. Uh, and there's a very clear reason uh, as to why this is the case. Uh, if you look at the, the spectrum of social media applications right now, uh, the standard revenue model is, is selling user data to the highest bidder. Uh, and this is something that really intrigued us at the time because, because you have these, these social media platforms with the goal to connect people, but instead what they're more focused on is, is milking their users basically uh, and, and getting more attention spans uh, to drive up their uh, advertising revenue. Yeah, uh, that really so does that's, seem to be the case. And, and, I, this is sort of, and this is sort of before uh, Cambridge Analytica or anything happened. Uh, this is, this is la one and a half years ago. Uh, when no one was sort of talking about how important user data privacy would be and how how tangible or how valuable they are, um, so this is when this is when me and my brother decided to embark on this journey where uh, where we decided to create a platform which connects people in real life. Uh, and what we identified early on was that everyone in our society has an experience to offer. Uh, for instance, uh, as as a college student, I can host. Um, sort of uh, social activities, uh, house parties, movie nights, uh, for someone who's, who has a background in, in, in business uh, or, or, or who's an investor can sort of uh, give a career advice over a coffee chat. Uh, and what we saw was that everyone, if everyone can offer experiences, what if we can monetize those experiences around the globe? Uh, what this does is that it gives a very sort of strong economic incentive for people to uh, to provide these experiences, but in the meanwhile, the side effect of this is that they're meeting each other in person in real life. Uh, so that's where blockchain comes in, because what we identified, as I mentioned earlier, was that uh, we we realized our user the uh, user data ha is is more valuable than we think, um, and and what we wanted to do was for our users to feel safe about their data uh, and how their data is being used, uh, and and basically. Uh, making sure that we're not using their data, we're not selling their data to anyone who wishes to buy it. Um, so that's how I became involved in blockchain and how HelloFriend sort of uh, took on this responsibility to become a social networking platform where users can uh, connect with each other in person in real life. Right. Um, I, I think um, I think meetup.com attempts to do that, but it, it's kind of, uh, I feel it's kind of half-baked. It doesn't really provide that many... Um, social networking functions, you know, apart from just finding friends and finding events, like that's all sure. it does. Yeah. It's like, what, how, how do you envision hello friend? Whereas you, people are using Facebook groups or using meetup. There's probably some other ones I'm not even including, but maybe if you could give us a high level overview of what you see that exists today and how hello friend can kind of be complementary or even maybe disrupt this sort of interest, industry, that would be interesting. Totally. So what we, if you look at, again, the paradigm or, or the, the spectrum of social networking applications right now, that could, we, we can include Meetup there, we can include Facebook events there, uh, we can include perhaps Eventbrite uh, there. The, one of the things that you see right away is that these applications are very much focused on large scale events. Uh, Meetup, for instance, is is oriented or is is sort of focused around the themes uh, of of, uh, of activities. Uh, what we want to do at HelloFriend is is to sort of create a platform which is more spontaneous, uh, which is more local, let's say, which is more uh, more sort of let's say micro. I, I would I would use the term micro Meetup, let's say, uh, in a sense where 
where getting coffee with your friend uh, can be posted on Hello Friend. Uh, would you do that on Facebook, uh, getting dinner with your friend? Would you do that on Eventbrite or Meetup? Uh, most likely not. Uh, the only thing that people have been using right now for these sort of activities that we're targeting uh, is, is iMessage, is, is sort of messaging their friends, uh, which is very sort of, which is not efficient at all because if I want to know what's going on around me, I would have to text 20 of my friends uh, to ask uh, if they know if something is happening around. I see people using Telegram groups for this kind of thing more, which mm -hmm. is, again, kind of a hack. Like, it could be done a lot better. Totally. I mean, I mean, even with, uh, so, so with HelloFriend, what, what, what you, you have this option where you can actually decide where, which sort of experience are you looking for. Are you looking for uh, a social night out? Are you looking for, let's say, movie nights, coffee chats? Uh, career advice. Uh, so so you have, we have different categories, which makes it a lot easier for you to find uh, what's going on around your location or what you want to do. Uh, and, and one of our features is, is, is that if you're traveling to, let's say, you, you just landed in Mexico City, uh, perhaps instead of hiring a professional guide, you can have a local resident give you a tour uh, because he or she had tours of free time uh, to spare, and then, and then he or she gets paid for that. Uh, so it's it's more I would say it's it's broader it's it's more spontaneous. Uh, again, uh, the biggest benefit is is that it's monetized. Everyone has the incentive to provide these experiences. So you're you're talking about the social media aspect, but I think we need to shift over to the blockchain cryptocurrency side. Could you talk specifically how HelloFriend plans to implement these? technologies and, and sort of change the way we think about uh, social networking and social social media? Because you, you're talking about people having control of their data, but, but what does that mean for them? Sure. So, so the way we use blockchain is, is uh, I, I would keep it very sort of uh, uh, overarching uh, in a sense, is that uh, for users, they have the option of deciding how the data is being used. Uh, and, and potentially what we're working on is that if they are sharing the data with us, uh, they get rewarded in, in our tokens for sharing that data with us. Uh, this is something that has, has not been done before, especially with, with consumer-focused applications, with social media applications. Uh, right now, there's this freemium model uh, where users have this sort of thinking that the, uh, the application that they're using is totally free, which in reality is not because, uh, because companies are selling your data. What we do on the other side is that we're, we're rewarding you for sharing your data with us. Uh, so that's where sort of blockchain comes in. Cryptocurrency and, and, uh, and, and Connect Token, which is our native cryptocurrency within HelloFriend, uh, has several benefits. Uh, first, what we call wisdom of the crowd. Uh, what that does for us is that these experiences that are taking place all over the world, uh, we as a company do not have to ensure the quality. Uh, people who are attending these experiences do it for us, and they get rewarded in cryptocurrency for doing that. Uh, this is something that we could not have done with fiat uh, because it would be very, uh, very expensive process. Uh, but this is, this is something that we could very effectively do very well uh, with, with cryptocurrency. Uh, so that's the second, uh, second use case. Uh, third, which is more, more on the lines of user acquisition. Uh, and I think Daniel, uh, you, you've helped us with sort of establishing this, uh, this, uh, this structure is if you look at consumer applications right now, uh, any, any startup that plans on being in a social networking space, the biggest challenge is, is, is user acquisition. Uh, 
for instance, uh, Uber, the, their issue was, uh, should we get drivers early on or should we get riders? It's sort of like this chicken and egg problem, what comes first? Um, and this was the same problem for us because uh, what we tried to do, uh, instead of using fiat uh, with cryptocurrency, what if we can reward our users for joining this platform? Uh, now suddenly the cost of user acquisition uh, on the side of the company goes from millions of dollars to uh, virtually zero besides the development of cryptocurrency. Uh, so there, there are several benefits. Uh, we created this sort of uh, uh, gaming model where the more you're engaged with HelloFriend, meaning the more activities that you're organizing, the more, uh, the more hangouts you're organizing, the more experiences you're holding, uh, the more rewards you get in cryptocurrency. I guess the one of the main challenges is convincing people that your native token has some kind of value, right? That's, uh, actually, totally. that's probably the dilemma of all all these blockchain projects. It's all, it's always uh, it's it's more than uh, just a hello friend problem. I think it's it's uh, it's a problem with uh, with many uh, many applications or protocols that are coming out, um, and yeah. Right, so what kind of marketing effort are you going to do to uh, to convince people to join? So what we have done. Uh, we launched our bid application last year. Uh, this was uh, this was using fiat. We did not use cryptocurrency at the time, and and we targeted uh, college students. Uh, and and there there are a couple of reasons why we did that. Uh, the very first reason being that uh, we understand the college market. Uh, this is this is where we are based right now, uh, and and our our bid application targeted college students. We understand the behavioral uh, concepts there. Uh, so early on. Uh, uh, hopefully, when the app is is launched uh, somewhere in August, uh, we will target college students. Uh, and what we have done right now is that we have more than uh, 40 college ambassadors around the globe. Uh, some of them being in in the U.S., some of them are in Russia, some of them are in the U.K. Uh, so what they're doing right now is that they're they're sort of uh, promoting the use of HelloFriend and what type of experiences college students can provide. Uh, so far, what we have seen is that people have been very creative about how they would use HelloFriend. People have uh, signed up to do hiking trips with HelloFriend. Uh, uh, very recently, someone reached out to me asking if they can uh, do, a, uh, do a networking night on a yacht using HelloFriend. Uh, so, so there are different use cases, uh, but in terms of marketing, uh, our, our primary objective right now is, is targeting college students. I have to ask you because you said that the initial version of the app used fiat where where do you see cryptocurrency being an improvement over fiat? Because you're going to have to convince folks that that they they should be using cryptocurrency, and, and maybe you'll even abstract that away. I don't know. I'll I'll let you talk more about that. But why crypto over fiat? So so as I mentioned earlier, uh, creating creating a rewards incentive, creating a very effective user strategy has been a has been a problem with a lot of consumer focused applications. Uh, what, what previously has been done is that uh, a startup, a company would raise uh, a lot of funds uh, just so that they can spend that money on their user acquisition rather than on the actual development of the platform. Uh, and this is where cryptocurrency helps us uh, because as I mentioned earlier, we, we reward our users, uh, we incentivize them to use this platform uh, in our cryptocurrency. Now, uh, as, as you've mentioned, the, the problem is how do we uh, what's our market adaption there? Uh, how do we make sure that users are actually adopting this platform and, and they're not going through this whole hassle of converting dollars into cryptocurrency and then perhaps uh, using that in our platform? Uh, one thing that we've been working on for a while is, is ensuring that our in-app wallet is very seamless. 
Uh, and this is something that uh, I would use an example of, uh, for instance, Skype tokens. Back in the days, uh, to make international calls, you would have to use, you would, you would have to buy tokens on Skype uh, or, or let's say Delta miles. Uh, the more you travel, the more rewards you get so that you can use those rewards and uh, for further flights. Uh, so same thing with HelloFriend. What we're trying to do is that uh, our users don't actually have to know if they're using cryptocurrency. Uh, it's, it's used as, as, as a token. Uh, they don't have to go through the exchanges. Uh, and it's, it's, it's very seamless. Uh, now, connecting this with the overall mainstreaming of cryptocurrency, what we saw was that uh, if, if cryptocurrency uh, uh, goes mainstream, the way it has to be done is that users actually don't need to know if they're using cryptocurrency. For instance, if I'm using Facebook, if I'm using Skype or, or any other application, I don't need to know as a user if, if I'm interacting with TCP IP. Uh, so, so same thing with HelloFriend. What we're trying to ensure is that uh, our users are, uh, they don't have to struggle with the whole aspect of cryptocurrency. It's, it's, it's just a currency they're using, that they're using inside the platform. Right. Um, can I actually go a bit deeper on that one? Because um, I think you, you could quite easily build a platform like Second Life, which uses its own native currency, but um, mm -hmm. it's not a cryptocurrency. Sure. So the advantage would be that um, a cryptocurrency you can conceivably take off-platform and maybe trade it somewhere else and use it for other things other than just your network. So what, what kind of token is Connect? Is it, uh, is it like an Ethereum ERC-20 token or something else? So we early on started with, uh, as an ERC-20 token, uh, but because of scalability issues, uh, we're uh, shifting to Stellar. Uh, so it's a, it's a Stellar token, uh, and, and, and going back to sort of uh, the difference between a centralized token and a decentralized token, uh, or a cryptocurrency token, uh, and, and, and you've highlighted the main point because uh, if you're using a centralized token within an application, you cannot sell it on a secondary market. Uh, your incentive as a user is that you can use that token within the application. What crypto does for us is that you can sell Connect token on a secondary market. You can transfer this as a value uh, among, among other users. Uh, so, so it cre creates sort of this, this, I would say, a semi-closed economy within the application where, where you're where you're accumulating Connect tokens and using them further on other, on other experiences, but also if you want to cash them out, uh, you have the option of doing that as well. I have a question about, I want to go back to scalability, um, specifically when you talk about Ethereum versus Stellar. I mean, I, I'm agnostic on, on whatever token platform you'd like to use, but I think for just like, just for educational purposes, like, could you explain to me why, like, what is it that HelloFriend needs out of Stellar in order to scale that Ethereum as a platform just isn't able to offer today? So the very first thing would be uh, the transaction time. Uh, if you look at Ethereum right now, the average confirmation time is somewhere around 3.5 minutes. Uh, for, for Stellar, that's around, the median transaction time is around 5 seconds. Uh, building on top of that, there are no gas fees. Uh, and the cost is uh, on Stellar Network is, is a fraction of a cent compared to Ethereum. Uh, so that's the very first thing. The transaction uh, time and the transaction cost is a lot cheaper and faster compared to Ethereum. Uh, besides, uh, besides that, uh, there, there are a lot of other benefits. For instance, Stellar also has a built-in distributed exchange, uh, which would allow for 
hello friend users to sort of uh, transfer one currency with the other. Uh, this is something that Ethereum does not uh, allow right now. Uh, so, so overall, uh, transaction volume, transaction speed is something that's a lot uh, scalable uh, on, the, uh, on the Stellar protocol than compared to, let's say, Ethereum. Now, looking around at other f other uh, social networks like Facebook, I think uh, mm -hmm. everybody hates them. Like everybody complains all the time about Twitter and Facebook, mm -hmm. and they would they would jump to an alternative if one existed. But Facebook is where all their friends are. You know, that's the mm -hmm. the classic line we often hear. So, um, if if you succeed in what you're doing here, what would stop Facebook from just copying it and like um, you know completely uh, running, <laughs> running over the top of you? I know that, that's another like perennial question for all uh, startups. That's uh, that's a very good question and a good concern. Uh, something that we have seen over and over again from investors. Uh, what what I the way I see it is that uh, Facebook could very well do something similar to HelloFriend. Event Bride could do very well something uh, uh, what HelloFriend uh, plans on doing. Uh, the, the the way I see it is that do we do we see Facebook? Perhaps can we envision Facebook turning their whole centralized database into a decentralized database? Uh, can we envision Eventbrite or, or other meetup or these applications uh, turning off their only revenue model, which is selling user data, and shifting on to a decentralized model where they would not be able to sell user data uh, or sort of uh, gain, user, uh, gain the amount of data that they're getting right now? Uh, I think that, is, that uh, it's, it's, it's quite... Uh, it's 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 not feasible right now. Uh, that that could change. I, I can't predict. Uh, but again, I, I think it's 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 tough for these platforms. Could you give us like a timeline? Like, when did you start working on this? When did you sort of formulate a team? Where are you at right now? And then where do you expect to be six months from now, a year from now? So we started working on Hello Friend uh, one and a half years ago. Uh, and most of it was spent sort of doing market research. Uh, we, we met with a couple of industry leaders from uh, existing uh, social networking applications just to see what are some problems within the current social networking uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, ecosystem. Uh, and, and we surveyed more than, more than 2,000 people, uh, college students, uh, young professionals, uh, people from the broader community, just making sure that if we do come up with such a platform uh, people are willing to use it. So that took us a while, uh, and we started our development last semester. Uh, the way we're headed, we uh, recently completed uh, our private offering, which is, uh, which is the first part of our token sale, uh, and it was uh, hard capped at $5 million. Uh, and, and now we're moving on to the second round, which is uh, the private pre-sale. Uh, the goal is uh, to launch our MVP in August, uh, for for the public use, um, and and so far we are on our timeline, uh, and hopefully we will stay on our timeline. Okay then, and if people want to find out more about that, um, I think the the URL is joinhellofriend.com. Is that right? Totally right. And uh, do you actually have the domain hellofriend.com? Uh we actually don't right now. <laughs> uh, it's it's something that we should. We should buy right now, but I think someone was uh, uh, quick enough to buy it before we did. Right. I think the, the amount of money uh, they're going to want for it is probably going to increase every day. It totally will increase. I think it's, it's also a very generic term, term which, which I think was, uh, which is helpful for us because we're building something that's very intrinsic to human nature. 
socialization connections. So we wanted to keep it very simple, just the term itself, uh, the name of the company. Is this all going to be completely mobile? Like, is mobile the only platform you plan to to have HelloFriend on? For now, yes. Uh, iOS and Android. Okay, so maybe the URL doesn't even matter. The URL for now wouldn't matter. Uh, if we do plan on sort of uh, uh, going further with the project, uh, we potentially could uh, need uh, the URL. So if people are if people are interested in getting involved in this and, and being part of the community, because it seems like community is going to be important, um, how how could they get involved? So right now we have an active Telegram group. Uh, join Hello Friend if if anyone wants to join, and that's where we sort of talk about the potential use cases of HelloFriend. Again, as I mentioned earlier, for us, uh, more than blockchain, more than cryptocurrency, it's about this actual platform which is tackling this issue of social isolation. Uh, so we have a very active Telegram group where, where people are sort of uh, talking about different ideas uh, and, and sort of different features for HelloFriend. Uh, so I would really welcome anyone who wants to join our Telegram group. Uh, besides that, if you want to get involved with the project itself, uh, you can always email me, which you can find on the website. Uh, and we can always take it from there. Uh, I have to ask, are you going to have any uh, in-real-life meetup groups? Uh, y yes. Right. Uh, and and we're actually planning on uh, hosting uh, a lot of events in the coming days uh, on different college campuses just to sort of talk about blockchain, cryptocurrency, and, and, and the platform. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, that was... Uh, thank you so much. Selman Habib of HelloFriend, joinhellofriend.com. Okay, uh, you've been listening to Automata with John Southurst and Daniel Corey. For all the latest crypto and tech news, check out bitsonline.com. And Daniel is the co-founder and CEO of Pactum Capital. You can find that at pactumcapital.com. All right, we'll be back soon with another report from the crypto economy. Always remember this, the future is automated. See you next time. Bye-bye.